This episode is brought to you by Saturday, May 8th, a virtual spring renewal with crystals. Join me on Saturday, May 8th from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern time. We will learn about the renewal and spring with crystals, abundance and manifestation. We will work with breathwork, abundance, manifestation, meditation, and crystal gridding. All the information will be below. Also, if you're not already following me, follow me on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. As a professional intuitive medium, Reiki master, and yoga teacher, my intention is to explore intuition so you can gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. I honor your spiritual growth. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, I want to speak about spirit guides. This is probably the most common question I get by so many people. How do I connect with spirit guides? Who is my spirit guide? How do I get their name? And how will I know they're my spirit guide? I recently asked on a question in Instagram on my IG story, and I asked, what did people want to hear on the podcast? And the last few episodes have been right from you, the listeners. And this one, again, is right from you. So let's talk spirit guides. As I speak today, just know this is from my experience, and it may sound different than other people. So back in my development, and I mean my spiritual development, not necessarily mediumship, I was just obsessed with finding my spirit guide. And it was very um, impressed upon me to find my spirit guide, to connect with my spirit guide, and to find my spirit guide's name. And I'm going back, guys, probably to 2005, 2006. When I started to meditate more often, and definitely when I started to do more Reiki energy work, I felt like I needed to know my spirit guide. And I had a very clear, I would say, union, meditation. It came in a meditation form back in around that time, I'd say 2008, 2009, when I would specifically sit and meditate to connect with my spirit guide. And I did connect with my spirit guide. Now, that being said, back then, I was really truly developing clairvoyance. I was getting very deeply engrossed with psychic skills. I had done a lot of psychic classes. And in those classes, they really stressed using only clairvoyance. And clairvoyance happens to come very easily to me. If you've heard from any of the other podcast episodes in my library, and I've spoken about the Claire's, there are more than one, and some people have them all. Well, we have them all, but some people, or most people, have one that is more prominent. So I would say that my most prominent one is clairvoyance. And being trained psychically very early on, it was always about what do I see, what do I see, what do I see? I can say now in my development, especially in mediumship, I'm developing more and more the clairsentient, what do I feel? Especially when I'm feeling into 
spirit or people that have crossed over to see loved ones and asking them to blend with me, to actually feel their face, feel their hands, feel their body imprinted on mine. But back then, it was very impressed upon me to see. And so I would have many experiences in a meditative state, and really in a meditative state only back then, that my spirit guide would appear. And my spirit guide was a he, and he was Native American. He, I can see him in my mind's eye extremely clear. He was a chief, and or he is a chief, I should say. And he stood very proud, but he was very quiet. He never spoke. He had a very big headdress. He had his arms crossed and he had a very stern face. And although his face was very stern and I can actually see it right now, there was love, but he was supportive and he was protective. He also had a lot of colors on him and he, um, he had a sword. I remember the sword. Now, Again, I only connected with him in meditation, but I didn't really connect with him on a day-to-day basis. And as years went on, he sort of faded in the background, to be honest with you. I sort of forgot about him, and I didn't really see him very often. But I can tell you that I always know that my spirit guides are around. For me now, I feel as if I have a spirit team. Maybe I should say, I know I have a spirit team. And my spirit team really is this whole supportive group that is always with me. From the minute I wake up, through my sleep state, the entire day. And I just know that they're there. I don't feel I need to know their name at all. And that's very comforting to me. I've let go of the concept that I need to know their name. I need to know their name. The feeling that they're there and knowing that they're there. Now my relationship with spirit guide and my spirit team is very different. I trust the process. And that's what's so important that I want to share with you today. Trusting the process. Our mental mind, our egoic mind wants to have form and function. And when we release that and we trust the process and know that our spirit guides are around, know that our spirit team is around, you don't necessarily need a name. And today's episode is me speaking a little bit, but I'm also going to guide you into a meditation so that you can connect with your spirit guide. But please know you may not get a name. You may not even see them. You may feel them, or you may just know that they're there. I will share that my spirit guide does have a name, and I'm excited to say that I just recently found out his name, and his name is White Feather. And it came to me in many different synchronicities, and quite recently, actually. So now we're talking many, many years later. I wanted to reconnect with him, and I recently was in a reading, and my fellow friend Medium tapped into my spirit guide. She described him exactly how I had seen him, and in that moment, 
I heard white feather. It was also really interesting because as she began the reading, she started seeing feathers all around me. And I have to say that since that day, whenever I think of a white feather or see a white feather, I know he's present. So just so you know, that took many years later for me to get his name. But I think the most important thing is that I was unattached. I was unattached to his name. I just knew he was there. I also feel that spirit guides come and go. They're always with you. They may be more prominent in some seasons of your life and others. And there are many, many people that have spirit guides that are the deceased loved ones. And I'm not against that. I have no rules. So as I guide you into this meditation, I ask you to trust the process. I ask you to keep your heart open, to keep your mind open, and to let go of any expectation. Don't even try to get a name. Don't even try at all. Just be in the moment and allow the experience to unfold. So I invite you now to come to a comfortable position. Find a place where you won't be disturbed. Sit comfortably in a chair with your back straight and supported and your feet firmly flat on the ground. Take a few deep breaths in and out. In and out. Rest your hands on your knees. And if you haven't already, close your eyes. Relax your body from the very top of your head to the tips of your toes. Now I always begin with a simple prayer of protection as I call forth the archangels, angels, spirit guides to surround me with light and protection. May those who are here to work with me be present only in the light of love and purity. Amen. Take another deep breath. And as you exhale, focus on your intention to meet with your spirit guides or team of spirit. When you're completely relaxed and have stilled your mind as much as you can, imagine, imagine yourself walking along a beautiful path on a bright, sunny day. You notice another path that goes off to the side. You follow the side path 
until you come to a bench. And on this bench, you decide to sit down. After a few moments of sitting peacefully and calmly, you notice that there is another empty bench across from you. Look at the bench and ask one of your spirit guides to come and sit across from you now. In this very light, altered state of consciousness, become aware of the presence of your guide. Begin to notice how you sense them. You may see them visually. Perhaps you hear them or hear a name or simply get the feeling that it's a man or a woman. You may also be aware of a predominant color associated with this experience. Whatever you sense is correct. There is no right, there is no wrong. In your mind, ask your guide if they have a particular message for you. They may or may not. Remember that you are always in charge. Keep an open mind and an open heart. You may also want to ask, as you open your palm, for your spirit guide to place an object in your hand. Spend as much time as you want in this presence of your most beautiful guide. When you sense that you've received everything they wanted to communicate to you on this day, thank them for coming. I will leave you now. Allow the music to play and enjoy your visitation with your very special spirit guide.
Slowly begin to become aware of your breathing and bring your presence back into the room that you're in. Feel yourself back in present time and open your eyes. I suggest reaching for your journal or piece of paper and write down any thoughts or experience that you have just had. Feel free to do this many times to feel your connection and your relationship grow stronger. Namaste. Namaste.